0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome
1: to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill and I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App. Best way to get in touch though, shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. And I'm joined today by Greg and Sean, and we are going into the second part of our sales funnel. You can find Greg on most platforms at Masterson's Wax. If you're on TikTok, find him at Masterson's Car Care. Best way to get in touch though, shoot him a text 562-335-2053. Sean can be found at Orbis X Inc on most platforms best way to get in touch though is shoot him an email direct sean at orbis and uh then, there we go this Boom. time <laughs> i got everything recorded and we're rocking and rolling greg give us an update man uh you were gonna do that a second ago yeah. you've gotten a phone call our detailers swarming your doors to clean your car no nobody
2: nobody and, and i was here with with, with money We had, you know, and it was, it was so funny because we were laughing about this, right? Because like, we've been talking about this for so many weeks, right? Mm. How many weeks have we been talking about this?
0: Oh, at least six.
2: Okay, so (laughs) every week, what I was originally gonna do was I was gonna originally tip the detailer who came and did my cars and got over here and made a deal, $100. (laughs) So every week I was putting $100 in my wallet every because i was like where is the guy gonna come i got two fifties on this one it was the same thing like and i was like how did i get like 600 bucks in my wallet it's because i was waiting for somebody to come and i was gonna be like dude fuck yeah like like you know dude this is the money's there yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) he's there you know So, so uh so anyways what i ended up doing was i ended up just saying, well, okay, I'm going to train somebody how to do it. So I actually just hired somebody that knew nothing about detailing and we're going to make them the, the ultimate detailer just through training. Nice. And, <laughs> and that's how we're going to get the cars washed.
0: Okay. Nice. And, gonna,
2: and, and, and so
0: just remember was, Greg though, the, the, the right way to wash the side of a vehicle, you, you don't, you don't go side to side. You go up and down. I know. somebody. Yeah. You know, just, just, you're doing it wrong. You're doing so,
2: it wrong. So we're watching today. <laughs> I make a lot of TikTok videos and there's a lot of weird information out there. And I just made a little mm. 15 minute video on, hey man, you got to watch the car from the top to the bottom. And these people are like, no bro, you're doing it wrong. You got to go like side to side, like top to the bottom or something. I don't know. But like the actual oh, correct man. way to do it is it doesn't matter which way you go. Just do the top section first and then the bottom yeah. section. At the end, like, I think people, people have been taking that li- too literally on yeah. all groups right now, Marty, I think everybody is like, they're taking it too literally when people talk about top to bottom, when it comes Good. to detailing, they are, uh, they're literally thinking that like the roof is the exact top, but they mm. don't think that the hood is the top, or that yeah. the trunk is the top, or what if the it's vehicle true. has no Roof, it's a convertible. What a like. like <laughs> Sorry, we can't it, detail it, your convertible. It, there's yeah, no if top. it's a convertible, if the convertible, there's there's still be like you have to start with a convertible top first. You're like, but why? It's not that dirty like the hoodster here. The different thing, <laughs> and uh, it's causing a lot of riff in the detailing industry. I've noticed, man.
0: Yeah, uh, Jesus. Interesting terrible.
2: how
1: it goes so technical, can just blow it all to pieces, right? No, <laughs> I know it's so crazy. People are taking something that's so simple, turning it into something that's weird. Remember, oh. Detailing is easy, guys. I mean, let oh. me just ask this: have you guys ever really gone from the bottom to the top? No. <laughs>
0: really? it, yeah. no. I, I think it depends on uh what the vehicle looks like, you know, but yeah, the the big thing is, you know, what about front to back or back to front? Like the uh...
1: who cares? You can go,
2: yeah, you can go back to front. Uh, front. You can,
0: you, front. can go, you can go. What?
2: Yeah, you can go back to front. People are like, oh, you have to start at the front. Like,
1: you can't do that, man. You can't. Do that. You can yeah, you back can't back. do that.
2: I would just. You, yeah, I just. I would. I start from. The, it depends on how I park the car. No. Okay, I, I park the car. That's true. Like, like sometimes I, I mean that's. The car,
1: it should be in yeah. detailing one hundred and one. You can never start at the back of the car. I mean, yeah, no,
0: have to start right at the grill. You have to
1: start right. at the front.
0: Yeah, you get and, and you can't even touch the headlights first. You got they right no. in the middle of the grill. Get out a measuring tape. You have to go half. You know. <laughs> for...
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah, that that's that's really crazy. That is Jeez. that is that is really crazy. You know, speaking of that, when there was on TikTok. I'll, I'll tell you guys a story about this about this we'll go, we'll, we'll go really quick on this story so I, I made a video about how i wash this truck i got this truck and then i wash it and the, it's actually my truck I, I wash it but i always wash it with a brush it's like there's no way to get the top with the mitts but yeah so use brush because you started in
1: the
0: back yeah yeah exactly
2: in the back of the truck. so so this guy, this guy commented on the TikTok something about I would never, I would never use a brush. Like, you know, like you're 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 an idiot for telling people to use the brush. And I was just telling people what I do. I wasn't, I wasn't even trying to sell a brush. I was just like, use, I, this is what I use. I use this brush. Well, the guy ended up like making a bunch of like you know videos, and I I said, hey man, this is the brush I use. If um
1: if you want to come down to the shop and try the brush, come and try it. Oh so yeah. Not, and he couldn't do it. He had some plans or something, but he was going to come back down. Did he ever come back? No, he didn't come back. But what he did was he bought the brush. Oh. <clears throat> and so he bought the brush
2: and he was going to do a test uh, on the, the, on a hood or on a car with the brush versus a washman or something. Right. But he set up all this thing on TikTok. And he got everything to do with the brush but then he didn't have a wash mitt. <laughs> and he was going to just use a regular microfiber towel and I was like man that's not a good test like who's washing a car with just a microfiber towel he's like well, all the detailers they're all doing it right now. And I'm oh, like, God. I am like <laughs> i don't think so man like I know some people actually wash cars with microfiber towels like really plush ones and shit. But- it's very yeah. municipal amount of people. You do it? I do, yeah. <laughs> so
1: as I started, I never got into rinseless washing. I've always done waterless, right? Yeah. You know, I've kind of talked about this. And I, you know, I, I've been a big proponent. Since this 2000- is rinse. you're talking about rinseless though, right? I, I, that's I know. That's what I was trying to say. Like, yeah. I, I've always done waterless, and then I got into foam cannons, right? Foam cannons were super fun. Yeah. When rinseless, as we started trying to do rinseless. That's the absolute best way. I don't think that's the time not to use a sponge, right? Not to use a mitt. I think that is the best time to use a very plush, thick, high-piled microfiber towel. But it, he is true. I have seen some people starting yeah. to use regular microfiber towels to wash a car. And I'm just like, wow, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and
2: you know what's crazy I've noticed about microfibers? This is something that really people got a chicken to, right? Somebody, I only believe in really high quality microfibers. Actually, in the store behind this, I only sell 80 or sorry, 70, 30 microfibers. All I sell. Costco sells those 80-20 microfibers. Okay. They're kind of whatever, right? Okay, but on the market now, there's 90-10. I've seen them with my own eyes. And then this is where it gets even crazier, right? So somebody, a detailer asked me, do you have a towel that's equivalent to this towel? I buy these towels. And they said from a reputable source, I I won't mention the name, but they're a very big online store, a very big company that sells microwave towels. And he's like, I use these towels. They're very good. I said, okay. And like, I said, send me the link so I can tell you. He sent me the link, but the link that I was reading the specs on the towel and the specs on the towel were like 85, 15. And they were like a really shitty towel. Mm. And he was like, these towels aren't that, he's like, I really like these towels are high quality. But I was like, they're not really that high quality. They're really bad. If you try these other towels, mm. this really, the Costco towels would be better than those, you know,
1: equivalent. Jeez. So <laughs> it exactly Sam's be cool information out there. Costco what? took over the uh, wholesale towel market for some reason. I used to only hear, "Oh yeah, Sam's towels." Now it's, "Hey, Costco towels." So Sam's interesting. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Who's been moving more towels now? Apparently, Costco has <laughs> has begun to trump Sam's in their uh, their quest to pursue the microfiber towels of the professional detailing industry. <laughs> The only thing about Costco towels, you got to pull those damn tags off of them. That's you have to pull one. the tags off everything. The reason is, is because I guess in the
2: United States and a lot of places, because it's a towel, it's a fabric, it's a cloth, by law, it has to have a tag. Mm. And so like, I once tried to sell some towels to Mexico
1: right and they out. were
2: like, well, you can't sell these here. And I said, why? And they're like, because the tag has to be in Spanish.
0: Oh, True. And I was oh. like, "Oh
2: shit!" And they're like, "Well, well, we know some people in Tijuana that can just sew another tag on." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "And I was like, no, no, it's, it's okay. Like, it'll
1: just, just fuck it. I don't." <laughs> you know? All right, so let's get into what we want to talk about today, and it is the second part of our sales funnel, right? Last week, let's do a reconnection, right? Last week was whatever we can do to get somebody into the top of the funnel, right? And that's can be all kinds of different videos, photos, out meeting people, talking to people, but let's really think, and we're going to move today specifically more into an online type setting, right? Let's, Mm. let's dial it in a little bit for people and let's, I want to go through this journey and this is, this is how I kind of think of this part of the cycle inside the funnel, right? You, you've got somebody's attention. You've made some connections, but then how do you get them to journey through with you so that you can, in a sense, we want to close them? As Greg pointed last week, get them to that end, the, the end of the funnel. Now, coming from the top of the funnel to the end of the funnel can be done quickly, or it can take some time. And so we're going to journey through each of those little segments. And this segment here, I want us to think about it and remember it from this little story. And this is an analogy that that I like to think about, right? Because I think it's very practical. As we're starting to interact with people, not all of us in the detailing world can just walk up and approach somebody, right? I'm sure Greg, Sean, I'm sure both of you, you guys were definitely the... The the bougie, Uji Schwab, and I think Greg even talked about how many chicks he banged. If he talked to 10, uh, talked to a thousand, he'd at least hit 10, right? Like, let's think about that situation, but I wanna think about it from what I love to do back in the day, right? Um, Every once in a while now, whether it's, you know, in the the middle of a breakdown session inside of uh, while we're cooking dinner or maybe out and we hear some music, I'll do a little dancing, right? here and there for a good old white boy is just enough, right? You did, you just need just enough. You can't do too much or else you just look for money, right? So just enough dancing. Well, but back back in the day, I used to love to club, right? I, get, mm. I used to love to go to clubs. Ever since I was elementary school, we could go into this, you know, underground type, you know, it was just all, you know, we were all just teenagers then to getting into going into the more of the 21 type and older, like I love the music, I love the atmosphere, I'd love to dance and grab somebody and dance with them and interact. Right. So it all depends on what type of music you were going into. I, I didn't do country music dancing. That was a little too boring. going to go into this more stuff got into. I know we're, we're sad that SEMA is going to be kind of a flake again this year, but as I got into SEMA and started going to Vegas more, you go into those clubs and it's just like, dum, dum. and I, I love house music. Mm. I love that style, but I really enjoy dancing by grabbing somebody and being a part of it. Right. And you enjoy that dance because eventually you want to do something more than just dancing. Right. You eventually want to get them to do something else, but it's part of that little, right. (laughs) Part of that little moment that will allow us to close the deal, quote unquote, Hmm. later in the evening or maybe in the next week. Right. So as I start thinking of a, Analogy for that second part of the sales funnel. I want us to all remember whether we were dancers or not. We could go into clubs or not. That moment that you start seeing somebody that you wanted to dance with, right? If you guys have ever been, if you went to a high school prom or went to a high school dance, or went to out clubbing later, we're out in a mm-hmm. bar and then you know music was playing and you see somebody, right? They see you, you see them. So that's that first top, right? It's top of the funnel, right? You've connected, you've made a connection. But then that approach, how we go over and start to interact with them, what we say, how soon do we go in and start trying to dance? Those are the fun times. So let's go in that and we'll use some analogies as we go because you you, you don't, this is a key part, right? You don't get a second chance to make a first impression, right? But you really only get one chance here to move them on to that level, right? That second part, it becomes another, right? You don't get a third chance if you don't take care of the second chance, right? So we've made our first impression, we've done good. Now it's time to move them down the journey. So when we think about that, uh, and you know, a prospect's already checked us out, they're at the top of the funnel, right? So when you think of creating dialogue, um, Greg, what do you think of, right? Like I'm, I'm beyond that, you know, that first interaction that got somebody to come in. Then I have to actually start talking to them or do something and interacting with them. What is it that you recommend, uh, you know, from an overall picture? How do we start to begin to do that? You know, when you get
2: people in the funnel, you want to try and keep them interacting with your community or your Community. community, right? Community, okay, right? And that—that's the trick. But you don't want to make it too much because when you go too much, it kind of pushes people away. I'll give you an example.
1: Greg, do you? Yeah, I think we got plenty of examples on of detailing for money, right? <laughs> my- <laughs> well, like a lot,
2: a lot of people ask me about detailing for money, and I'll tell you about detailing for money. Detailing for money, there is no money being made on detailing for money. That's the most craziest thing I talk about it. If The detailing for money are not where the customers are. And a detailing for money is a private group on Facebook that somebody has to add, enter. I wanna be out in the public. That's a better place to be. But about the sales funnel, the interacting too much with the customer can, can push the customer out of the funnel. And I'll give you an example. I got stuck in a sales funnel. And then when I say stuck in it, I was stuck in it for like at least three months. Where um I, I was I was actually gonna buy a car. Actually, I wasn't even gonna buy a car, I was actually gonna lease a car, and I wanted to just get some pricing on some leasing options. So it was during COVID. I could not go to the dealership because it was COVID and they wanted you to get all this mask and this stuff, right? So I just decided to do it from my desk and I called a Ford dealer and I asked about some leasing options on this car. Well, for some reason I got stuck in this funnel and these guys were calling me like four times a week now. And I mean, it was over and over and over and over and over. At first I was like, look, I'm I'm still looking on this. Like I'm trying to find out about these options. They fit with our business. I'll get back to you. Oh, well this this." is, they're pushing it so hard. And then it got so bad that I had to have other people pick up the phone for me and say, Greg's not here. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay oh, sure like they, they they just didn't want to let me like look into it at, at my at my pace you're buying a big purchase signing a lease on a mo- automobile it's not something you just do all hastily but they were going so hard on it and then i i just it went so hard i just I fucking i don't want to lease it anymore i said screw no. it on i moved on to something else <laughs> oh, and yeah, because they got of too hard. that I, yeah because of that i still don't lease a car Right now, I could have gotten one. This is like a year change later, because I was just like, oh, fuck, I got turned off by it.
1: All right. So sometimes, sometimes when I've been out clubbing, uh, and you go up, and there's a group of girls, right? You've made this eye contact. You think you got one that you want to dance with, mm-hmm. and you just go in too hard, and you just start, you just start grinding, right? That's the way we used to do it. Baby got back comes on, and you just <laughs> start getting at you. right? Like, That's just what you do. That works now, sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> it, it works, right? Yes. Like. Like when you're drunk on the sand at, at spring break, right? And there's a big group and it's, you know, big speakers and you're out of this big party, right? And everybody's drunk, right? That goes for it, right? Some clubs towards later of the night, it does go, but it usually takes a little bit of coercing to kind of get them to start going, right? So when you get a like, when you get somebody that comments on your, your post or something, right? How do we, Sean, how do we go over and start that right? Do we say something to them on that post? Do we go into a DM? That's what I kind of want to get in some nuts and bolts, Sean. You know, hit on sure. this, and then Greg, I want to come back to you and see if you got any
0: options. Sure thing. Yeah. So I think I think it depends on how the customer gives you that kind of signal, because everything is is just like the dance where you know you you've got your sights on someone and you're you're waiting for kind of a signal like an opening. Something to make a move, and so I think that it's the same thing where uh, sometimes it could be like if a customer likes, you know, let's say you're running an ad, they don't actually take action, but they just like it, or they put a comment like, "Oh, this looks cool," or something like that. They comment one of their friends. That's where they've given you that little bit of a signal, and you have to be the piranha in that moment and and jump on it right away. So if it was digital, something like that, that's where we would just follow up in kind, same kind of thing, but then we would try and get them into a funnel of some kind, like. Hey, I notice you like this content. Go ahead, all right.
1: Jeff. All right. So you say you follow. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I, 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 I think there's a, this moment that there's a lot of detailers that, right? We're cleaning cars. We're we're yeah. putting out posts. We're doing everything we can. But then somebody clicks the light. I, I just don't know what to say. I mean, what, what? how do I follow up with them? What do I go, What do I do?
0: So one key thing that we do, because we have people that do that with our ads all the time, is we go to their profile and we just copy their profile. We put it in an Excel sheet and then we follow up later down the road with something. And what you can do with that person is you can build lookalike audiences that match certain people that have criteria. So we'll go through a few of them at random, their profiles, try and learn a little bit about them. What was it with this customer? But then you can also just message them too. Worst case, they're just like, no thanks. You know, but uh, so we do that a lot more on Instagram. But uh, when you message them,
1: right? Let's go through that. Both of like all three of us. What Greg, if you're going to message somebody that clicked a like, you know, let's say you were foaming a car and they clicked like, whoa, you go send them a DM. What would you say? Hey, thanks for liking my post.
2: That's the best one. Thank you for liking my post. Mm. Follow us for more content.
1: Cool. And I love that. Right. Simple straight to it. You know, Hey, how's your drink? Hey, (laughs) this and that, right? I mean, you generally have to say something when you walk up to somebody, right? Like, so great point. Uh, Sean, anything you would add?
0: (laughs) We do sort of weird stuff. We'll we'll literally message someone and be like, hey, I got you booked in for Thursday at 10 a.m. And then they're like, what are you talking about? I didn't make an appointment. And it's like, oh, shit, Jesus. I thought I was talking to another guy. You guys have the same name, you know? But hey, while I've got you, you know what? what are you driving this week? You know? And then they, we get into a conversation about that. Well, Hey, listen, I do still have that appointment open this Thursday, you know, and we just jump into it. It doesn't work all the time, but we try weird stuff like that. And you'd be amazed, like little weird things. Sometimes we go through their profile. We'll see, you know, they, they've got a birthday coming up or something like that. And we'll just literally message them and be like, Hey, we're that weird old company that's stalking you. Happy birthday. You know, and then we just start a conversation, but just, full transparency yeah we were checking out your profile because at the end of the day i'm trying to sell you you're a prospect i'm trying to convert you to it's my shop period yeah. but we 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 do out of the box stuff like that because i feel that they get a lot of the same kind of you know the, the worst thing you could do is be like hey we have a 40 percent special next week that means nothing to customers yeah. it means nothing you know
2: yeah sometimes it does you know it, it, it's all all types of customers i feel like All these techniques when they're in the funnel, you really got to do all of them because then you'll get different customers. Like I got a customer that comes to our store. He drives a Hellcat. Swear, only comes when we're doing 20% off sales. That's it. If it's anything less, he will not show up. But the minute that we post 20, 25, or 30% discount, he will show up that day. Guaranteed. (laughs) It's like, it's 100%. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? You're coming for the sale? He's like, Always. (laughs) So, so he, he will only buy something if it's discount. So you do, you do the discount, you hit those customers too. Another thing I like with the funnel is if you guys run a store, if anybody's listening to it, they run a shop, get people to come down to the store, just buy, do something like pizza, pizza and, uh, and cars come down Guys, we're doing a customer appreciation day. I'm buying you guys all pizza. Spend like 50 bucks on some pizza. That might turn into a couple hundred dollar details that you booked in for the next week.
1: Okay, let's come back to that because that'll be good here in a little bit when we're going to try and journey somebody into the next step, right? Yeah, because that's that's while they're still in the funnel, I believe. Yeah, I I agree. People come, you know, they came because they
2: knew about your shop. You had them in the funnel and you invited them to a customer appreciation day. And whether it's a, a saturday a sunday an evening two hours hey we're buying you guys all food come down and just hang out you don't even have to buy anything just come and hang out we got fast and furious on the tv or something like
0: it's that true one thing that works well too on that note is um for funnels especially is uh, reptile shows so find out if there's somewhere that has like you know little alligators or lizards or something do that and say bring the kids it's free they bring the kids down mm-hmm. and then you start talking to the dad, Hey man, let's clean that minivan, you know? So
1: I think those are are both two great things, but I think that's a little early for some people, right? Like I, I I think when we're at this part of that funnel, right. We, and this is the interesting discussion, which we'll get to in a second is, you know, always be closing. Right. But Mm -hmm. at what part do I, I, I'm literally, they click the like, and I'm gonna go message them. I think that's a great thing to say. Hey, thanks for the like. It could be if you already had something planned, it could be the time to say, hey, I do have this thing planned, would love to invite you, but let's say we don't have something planned. I've gotta start that dialogue back and forth. I've gotta get somebody talking, right? If I'm gonna close them, I gotta figure out what it is they're looking for, right? If I'm meeting Mm. some chick at a club, I gotta figure out, hey, you like this music, are we gonna be able to get down to it? Is this gonna be a thing here or not, right? I mean, that's we're, we gotta figure out what it is we're doing. So, what are some things that we should be then doing once we've messaged somebody, Greg, and they've told us, hey, I, I like it, they clicked it, we told them, thank you, right? It could just go out into this, right? They could be in the funnel, could go into a database, and <laughs> we could message them later in some random part, or since I'm trying to close, right? I'd need to guide them further through the funnel. What's the next thing? I think we should start asking them questions. In my opinion, what do you guys think? Hey, you need any detailing? <laughs> Come down. Or, 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 you know, hey, what, right? I don't know if I really want to jump even that that far, right? We could also go, "Hey, what kind of car do you drive?" You know, or hey, what's, you know, what are some questions that we can just get them to start talking so that then we can ask what their needs are. And that's, what's going to help us close that deal. Yeah. You know, um,
2: I feel like you just got to give the customer sometimes what they want. A lot of that is evaluating the customer. That's a very big thing. I feel like once they're in the funnel, that's when you evaluate the customer. I want everybody in my funnel but I need to evaluate them later on. I'll give you a good example of somebody that came into my funnel guy came to my shop. He hit a poll. And he, so he Googled auto detailing and our shop came up because it's five stars and has 250 some Google reviews. So we came up top and he called us, he came down to the shop and he asked how much, you know, to fix this, I said, um, you know, you just want this fixed, you don't want a detail. Like he's like, Oh no, I detail car. I I said, Well, come in the store, and he was in our funnel now. And I, I said, You can buy the products. Here's the product, it's right here on the shop. Show this shop shop. This will do your car good. Or we could do it for you. And I gave him the price of eighty-five dollars just to fix the little pole. And only that area, not the wash, just the area. It was 85 bucks. He said, 85 dollars. said, Yeah, 85 bucks, or you can buy all this stuff might be cost like 50 bucks. And he's like, Oh, okay, well, I'm going to get some pricing. I'm going to go get some other quotes. I said, okay, no problem. Here's my card. When you want it, come back two days later, he came back. Hey, uh, so he's still in the funnel, come back. Hey, so I want to get my car. uh, I want to get this fixed. Can can I get this fixed? Okay. We're booked up Friday. Sorry, but we can get you in Monday morning at 10 AM. Would you like that? Boom. Um, he said, "Okay, I got his phone number and everything. He was booked in, no deposit. He showed up Monday morning on time, so it was boom. It was already he was in the funnel. We communicated. He showed up on time. I offered him again. Hey man, would you like just this area washed, or you like just this area buffed, or you want the whole car washed? You can clean your whole car too. Oh no, just the area. Okay, no problem. There's no point in trying to sell him more stuff. I've already tried to sell him twice on more stuff. He said both no twice. So I said, okay, I'm going to give you your thing." It'll be done in an hour. Boom! About it being done, 85 bucks it was out, and he was like, "Boom!" and he left us a good Google review. So it was like, every mark was hit on that one, right? He was in the funnel and it completed through the funnel. The funnel took about four days. So, uh, but we we had to know what hmm. the customer wants. I evaluated the customer after he was in the funnel. Hey, I, you know, I could have sold him more, but it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> he, only, he only was going to purchase that uh, amount of items. So. Uh, that's a good example of a good
1: fun. Go yeah. That is a good example of somebody continuing on through it. So in order to get them to that spot, Sean, what are some things that we should start asking them so that, right? He, Greg had to figure out what the customer's needs are. Right? Yeah.
2: So I asked him, I actually asked him, What's the, what, do you, what are you looking to get fixed? There and you go. I, and after that, he go. showed me, I hit this pole and it left some damage on the car. It was actually just paint transfer. You could have removed mm-hmm. it by hand. And I told
0: him, Shh, don't tell him
2: that. No, no no i i told him i was very honest i, I okay, yeah. come to my shop i'm 100 percent honest with him and i yeah, and yeah. tell them that you could do this by hand it's okay right because mm. i have all this stuff in the store so either he was going to get the service or he was going to buy the stuff to do himself either way either way, way, either yeah, way yeah. it was going to go through the funnel but i yeah. asked him what do you like and he's like well i'd rather have you guys do it yourselves how much for you guys to do it okay it's 85 i just charge you for the hour Okay, no problem. Our hourly shop fee eighty five dollars. So we charged him eighty five dollars. It took about took us about forty five minutes. We followed We cleaned up the area. We applied ceramic coating back on the area. Was bada bing bada boom. Was an easy job. Yeah, we
1: follow you. We follow you. But to get to that point of understanding what his needs were, we're gonna have to start interacting, right? We're gonna have to start asking some questions. It's probably pretty easy for you, Greg, right? But not everybody. It's easy to start talking to people. So Sean, what are What are some things that uh, we should start to ask?
0: Sure. Yeah. So there's, there's two ways. And that's where I agree with what Greg's saying, but it depends on the funnel they're in. So like we have people in different types of funnels that came from different places. And then based on that, we're going to either engage with them with our own questions, or we're going to basically just kind of ask them to give us the answer of things. And what I mean by that is this, Uh, we treat it kind of like dating profiles. You put up things on your profile, you know, your horoscope or you like long walks on the beach. And those are all just talking points. So those are for the other person to ask you some talking points. That's why you have a website with your pricing and your services. So customers can ask questions. Those customers will end up in one type of funnel because they've given you some information. But then the other customers that we get would be, you know, someone that just leaves a like where we've got to do the probing on that person. And so how we do that is we always have something going on at our shop, We're either, you know, donating money to something One we help out with here. Um, it's it's this shelter kind of thing. So women that are going through, you know, uh, difficult times, they help them and their children move if they have to, you know, they're in an abusive relationship, things like that. We help those charities out quite a bit. Um, so we always have something to talk about. And it's not bragging. It's more just talking points. It's like, hey. Uh, just wanted to let you know this is what Auto World is doing in the community. Uh, we sponsored the Olympic bobsled team for Canada, so we, that was something else we did. So get, got us a lot of press. It's a way to send that to a customer and then see what they react on, and you can start to kind of build a profile about them to ask them the right questions. Uh, you can find out, you know, different things. Like we'll put something in there. Hey, we're helping out with this charity here. Uh, hey, did you want to come join us? Just register your car uh, for the charity event, and you can bring it down, and it's a free exterior wash. Boom! Right there. Now we've got their year, make, model. Um, you know, we've got their email, their phone number. Now they're in one kind of funnel. We follow up with them. Uh, but I'd say the the best questions to start with is like what Greg said. Do you need your car detailed? Like what what is it your I, I saw you liked our page. You liked our post. What was it about it that you know drew you in? Are you just trolling the internet looking for cool photos, or was there something about it that uh, that you like but you haven't pushed go on? You know, so there's. There's the different customers, but you just got to try each one and then try and get them into funnels. We often move customers from funnel to funnel, um, you know, depending on their interactions with our marketing campaigns.
1: I think a good one could also be like, hey, did you see your car in that image, right? Like, hey, did your inside Uh, look like that customer's inside? Hey, I noticed you click like, thanks so much for following us. Hey, did did your inside look like that too?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I feel feel like when people...
2: Get to the funnel of detailing for services. People, if they're in that funnel, they have a problem that they, they want to have solved, whether they don't have enough time and they want more time, their car's dirty, they need it cleaned. Once they're in there, it it's the detailer's job to figure out what that person, what's their person's uh, uh goals? What do they want? And no one's gonna just tell you that. You have to kind of ask them what, what what's your goal? It's like when you go to a restaurant, they say, Welcome to the restaurant. What would you like to eat tonight? What can I get you? They're not like, welcome to the restaurant. What's it's true. <laughs>
0: well, what's and... up, okay. <laughs> oh,
2: well, I don't know. I'm just gonna it's... sit here.
0: <laughs> it's true. And, and here's a good one too. Like uh, right now, Marty, do you know someone that has a birthday coming up? Mm,
2: yeah, I, I do. Yeah, Greg, yeah.
0: Someone out there we go. Someone always knows someone. So a good thing to do as well is reach out to someone and say, hey, we saw that you liked our detailing ad. Are you looking to, do you know someone that has a birthday coming up? You're looking to get their card detailed? You know, it's a way to start that conversation. And they're either like, no, actually. Oh, so it was for you then. Or it's like, yeah, it was. And then now you go into the gift card thing or something like that. So so it can lead you down two paths, but instantly find out what they were interested in. So there's uh, things so like we gotta that.
1: Th- we got to think this part of the funnel is sort of like, quote unquote, the pickup line, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of started seeing somebody we're walking over now we've got to just get them to hey you know hey how you doing how you doing right so Always we say yes got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love
0: yeah, yeah exactly
1: <laughs> we yes. got we've got some interaction going with them uh they started to chime back and forth mm. and is that the time right like there is. Right. And you you can sense it in some people that you're working with that it's time to just go straight in and go, hey, and this would be a great thing. What you said, hey, I got an opening next Wednesday. We got you booked. Wait. Oh, like that could work. Right. I mean, there's times 100%. that you, you can definitely just go, hey, listen, I'm having fun. Let's roll. Right. I mean, you, you can do yeah. that. But for the most part of us and the most types of being able to nurture somebody through is we got to wrap our arm around them. And we got to pull them in and we got to do some dancing. Right. I mean, that's, <laughs> and if you like to do it from the front or, you know, do it from the back, I, you know, Bernie's you can do salsa. it either that's way, right. right. You know, up <laughs> or down, side to side, whichever you want to do. Uh, but so in order to get to that part, right. We, we've asked them some questions. We've kind of understood their needs. Do I, right. Right. And this kind of goes back to some of what, what you guys have already given some suggestions. I, I didn't want to cut you off, but. You know, this is the time for that, right? Like, so I started yes. dancing with the customer. We've gone back and forth. I'm there. I'm like, hey, this is feeling good. Like, let's go get some drinks. Like, if we need to go eat, let's go to Taco Bell or something, you know, like, whatever. Like, let's do this and let's get out of here, right? There are those times that we can do that. And then there's those times that we need to ask them out on a date and say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, let me have your number. Let's connect next week and let's go, Right. So there's two different types of this situation. Greg, and when you're sensing somebody is eager, right? a guy that you ask him, what does he need? He's like, well, I got this, this, this paint transfer. Hey, I need to do, I've got a brush, right? Whatever it is that they have said they needed, there's moments that you go in and immediately attack, right? And you go, hey, we need to do it this way. I need you to come down to the store and I need you to do this, this, and this. Is that, is that normally what you've always found in marketing is the best way there? Is that, is that normally the best opportunity to close at that moment? You know, with the closing, the person
2: has to want, there has to be some type of want, like or want or a need, that person has to. And if there's no want or need, there's gonna be no close. And so that's what's great about detailing services is you could just put out there in the world, I do this. And if you throw that out there enough places, somebody's gonna be like, ah, dude, I need that. And they're gonna call you. And if they call you and say, I need that, or I want that, that's where the closed opportunity I think comes. And 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 that's where it should be initiated. And that's where I think the problem with the detailing industry is people don't know what to do when someone calls them and be like, I need this. Oh
0: man. I'm so happy you said that because they,
2: they don't know. They're like, I they're could like, give oh, away well, something well, right now. Well, I'm, I'm too busy today. And they're like, oh, okay, I still need this. Uh, oh, they don't want to say, I can feed you in tomorrow. They need to mm. control the situation. Uh, and the detailers need to understand that when somebody calls you, you it's your control. That, that you the detailer, the person closing is 100% in control when they want to do the job, how much the job's going to cost, how much they make, how much, how long it takes. It's all in control. So detailers got to understand that when that time arrives, take control right there. That's, that's what I do. It's
0: funny you say that because the number one question is, uh, what should I charge for this? How much should I charge? so many business owners out there putting their business model in the hands of complete amateurs. (laughs) They just met on Facebook, and I'm I'm looking at that. I'm like, you can't be serious. Like, yeah, you're yeah. the one in control, and you're right. It's that whole the whole sales process. The person asking the questions is the one in control. Yeah, so yeah. ask your customer the questions and control the conversation. A yeah. big thing. I, I'm so happy you said that about when someone calls, and then the other person on the other end, like the business owner, doesn't know what to do. The detailer, they don't know what to do. That is the perfect time to take control of things. What we do we lead with price most people try and you know oh you get this and you get that and you get this and you get that and then they hit them with the price in the end we hit them with the price first we say oh you're looking for your detailing uh, what's your year make model we just throw at a price and it's going to be higher than what it should be yeah and then we we ask them one question does that price make sense to you and then usually they'll say well you know and they start to him and hot and we're like okay tell me the two things that would make that price make sense and they're literally going to tell you oh you know well if it included you know salt removal or if it you know if you could wax my car when you're done or something like that and then perfect they've just given us now the tools to jump in and tell them exactly how to as marty says you know how to finish that dance and take yeah. a home. like I'll you hook, just told I'll, me what I'll, to tell you
2: yeah i'll hook yeah. i'll hook you up with the salt removal Boom. Exactly. I'll throw that in for you.
0: This, yeah, exactly. You
2: made a deal. You made Whoa. the customer happy. People just want to be happy. They just want to be happy. Like, like uh uh I w- I went to dinner last night. I left happy. It was great. Everything mm. was everything was was good. And and yeah. I'll go back again. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go back there again. Because <laughs> that and that's how it should be a business. You just want to
1: make people happy. Yeah. Uh, so the point of always be closing is this. Always. <laughs> be closing, right? Like, <laughs> oh, as you see different, But right? if you're the guy that's always been out at clubs or out at bars and you're always leaving with women, awesome, good for you. Yeah. Most of us, we're not always closing, right? Some okay, of us yeah. are shy okay, I'll, to I'll close, this. right? Some of us just start talking or, you know, hey, they, they got something going on or the girl's without some, she's with some friends, she's not trying to leave, right? There could be all kinds of reasons why we don't get to close at that point, right? We're messaging somebody back and forth, we're on the phone, whichever, we're communicating with somebody, but we just know that, then listen, we're not closing them right now, right? They're they're not gonna sign up today. They're not gonna come down, but we can continue them on, right? So we take, as they come to the top of the funnel, down to the second start of the funnel, we have to ask for the sale. It's basically what you guys are saying, but if they're not ready for the sale, then we've Mm -hmm. got to continue them on. So in order to do that, Let's go back to some of those suggestions that you guys have said earlier. What are the, you know, let's for instance, let's say we don't have an event coming up, though, right? Like we don't have an event that we plan. We're just talking to somebody. They're not ready to get a detail, but they haven't said "fuck off." Okay, yeah. So, Greg, what what do you say to them? You know what? Okay. How do you send them off somewhere to go look at something? Do you do you keep dialoging back with them? You know what? What should our next play be? Well, the trick here is
2: that shouldn't be the one person that you're talking to. There should be a bunch of people in your funnel. You shouldn't be just focusing on one. And when we're talking about picking up ladies and whatever, dancing, anything like that. When I pick up women, I believe it's a numbers game. I think we talked about this the last time it's a numbers game, but there's a technique that I go through and it's called go ugly fast
1: you ever heard of this technique?
0: I haven't, yeah. but I, I okay, kind of already like it Paul, just by the name. Go one. ugly well,
1: fast. Okay, ours listen. isn't go ugly fast, but it was always like, if there's a one out of 10 and there's five of them, if you find that six or seven, like you're almost guaranteed, if there's a couple nine or 10s, you're almost guaranteed with that seven. Okay, is that what you mean? Well, this is the way it
2: works. You walk, into <laughs> a, you walk into a club and there's a lot of women. I would never try to bang the best looking the women, ten. the yeah. best looking chick, at the, at the place. No, it it doesn't matter how good looking I am or how much money I have in my wallet. There's no way that I'm going to try to pick up the best looking woman at the place. Ain't going to happen. Okay. Why? It's going to take too much effort, too long, too much money. It's like, it's too much. Right. But if I wanted to go into a place and pick up a lady and get out of the place, I could do that by just picking up like a, not as good looking woman. Now she doesn't have to be ugly, but it doesn't have to be the number 10. It doesn't have to be the number one chick in the place. It could be like the let's say there's a hundred women in there, it could be like the number like 70th women or something like that, or sixty sixtieth 60th, 60th woman, who cares, right? Grab a six well, or should,
0: seven and split.
2: <laughs> yeah, and split yeah. Okay. And I like going that way with business too. Like let's say that the 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 the, the best looking woman in the chick is a full-on paint correction ceramic coating job on a Ferrari enzo. Why try to look for that job when you could look for the thousand other Honda Civics or Teslas that need a waterless wash, Mm. a quick bang, a quick pay, and you're out. And then you're doing another one, a quick bang, a quick pay, and you're out, right? And a lot easier to find. And a lot easier to find and a lot more consistent than trying to find the Ferrari or trying to bang the supermodel, right? There's a lot more other... You know, average models out there. <laughs> you can the daily them. drivers
0: are the daily survivors for your business. Yeah. Absolutely. I think is
1: Kenny Chesney has a song, uh, I went to bed with at two with the ten and woke up at uh, ten with the two.
0: <laughs> <Tim and> two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, I, I, I have actually experienced that a few times myself. I was like, ooh, <laughs> not sure what I was thinking there, but whatever. I hope it was fun.
2: Yeah, so I, I, Sean, think,
1: I think you should apply that to business as well everybody.
2: It, it should be, mm. you know, a, a lot of detailers in this place. In the funnel, there's going to be that Ferrari. There's also going to be like 50 other Honda Civics. You got to really pick and choose. Do I focus all my time on this one client? Do I spread it out?
1: I understand. I understand. But we've yeah. got people in our funnel. We got to spend some time with them and ask them, you know, like, how do we get them to journey to the next phase is is really where where we want to go. Like, what say we've got a Honda, right? And we've got a bunch of people that we're going after, Sean. I mean, what should we say to somebody in order? Is there, right? Given not having a big event, right? Sure. Given just we want to continue them out. Do we send them someplace to like a website? Do we, do we send them to another social media? I mean, I, what would you guys do in that aspect? How do we get them to yeah. journey to the next phase?
0: Sure, yeah. So what we do is we educate, sell, educate, sell. And so what we do is you can't, you have to always be closing, but you can't always be selling. So those are two very different things. And so what we do is we'll send out something that's education based, but try and get them to take action. Like uh, send them a little piece like, hey, did you know that uh, according to Greg Masterson, you can only uh, wash a vehicle if you go up and down instead of left and right? What are your thoughts? You know, we'll send them that. And then (laughs) and so. They'll, they'll take action, you know, just interact something like let us know something and you could win, a, you know, $25 gift certificate or something like that. So they've now taken some sort of action. We can track that, that they're responding to our message. The next message will be on the sales side. That one will be selling. So we'll send them something about, hey, you know, this weekend only we've got four spots that got rescheduled. We want to fill them up fast. Uh, we've got this deal for you. But you have to act within the next 15, 20 minutes of receiving this email, period. Then the next one we send out will be education based again. It'll be like, hey, uh, let's, you know, tell you a little bit about ceramic coating or, you know, should you wax your car instead, things like that. And then once again, we'll get them to take action of some kind, then we'll follow up with selling again. So we get them to go through that kind of funnel because there's always something you can say to the customer. But you should always be trying to close them, but not always be selling, because then it goes back to the whole, you know, you're just like grinding up on them like night at the Roxbury. I don't know if you remember that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's too much. So, but you can always be selling or have sales in the back of your mind. So get them to take action so you can learn a little bit about their business or even something like send them some info on waxing or a new wax product that you're trying out, and then ask them a question like. Let us know when the last time you waxed your car because we're trying to get some feedback from the you know the community. Help a small business out. Give us some info. Hey, community. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know what? Well, like what Sean said is that's important. Is with the with the sales funnels. Is it doesn't matter what method you go with. Just go with one or go with a couple. Yeah. And you got to keep doing it over and over again. It's funny. That you and tweak them. Night, and it's yeah. funny that, that you guys mentioned Night at the Roxbury because the the, <laughs> the best the best like. I think the whole thing of the night at the Roxbury was that those guys, their thing was they literally went and just just hit every single club and just yep. it on every chip, Numbers. right? Yeah. But, like, they just did it consistently. Look, what's, up? what's up? at the end of the movie, they had their own club. The guy's like, this is your club too. I think exactly. of you guys because you <laughs> grinded <laughs> up on me, right? It, that's, that's where it is. So it, you just have to be consistent with it. And and, yeah. and and keep going over and over and over again. And I guarantee you that'll have success.
0: Oh yeah. There's millions of cars out there. most places, most houses even have two, three cars, you know. So I no shortage.
2: Billions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I <think> there's billions.
1: <laughs> All right. Good talk. Good talk. Thank you guys. Uh I was drinking, I, I saw you had a little something to sip on. Uh Sean, I was drinking the uh, Erdinger Weissebrew as a uh um, oh, nice. uncle. As we start getting into the fall, okay, I'll start nice, moving a little, venturing down into the darker beers. We'll get into some pumpkin. We'll get into some oh, yeah. uh, some Octoberfest. But a dunkel's a good. I, I like dunkel, yeah. I mean, especially when Oktoberfest comes here to Tulsa. They'll, yeah, I'll be drinking large. Okay, skins. You know, what are yeah, skins? yeah. <laughs> what do they call them? I mean, with Dunkle's the thing a that you good, click uh, and it
0: lifts up. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a good German beer. That's not. It's not too heavy. What are you? What were you sipping on?
0: Nice me. So I'm drinking Eldorado Eight Year. Uh, it's one of my go-tos my uh my, my daily driver now <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good one it's they have a five year as well but i find it's the the eight years just a little bit smoother and a little less sugary you know so it's uh yeah i like it because the tastes are just different that with one ice cube and you're good to go
1: greg yeah. have you been uh venturing into some cocktails since you've been spending a lot more time at home? uh no actually I
2: haven't i haven't you know it's been a um, I need to re- refresh my bar. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're too focused on changing uh, baby diapers, huh?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got a bar full of Similac now. <laughs> Similac.
1: Yeah, he's like, yeah, Similac. No, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Breastolac. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, All right, man, guys, thanks awesome. so
1: much for your time. We'll let you get back to that breast milk, uh, Greg. Uh, I I don't blame you it's a little Absolutely. sweet though it's a little cheesy. Yeah, I, I didn't really like mine
0: <laughs> but the process of getting it out is fun
1: <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> all right guys awesome. <laughs> have a great week guys
0: all right you too adios, you. <laughs> adios.
1: Thank you so much for listening to that episode And if you got any value out of it, hey, go share it. Go let people know what you heard on the Pints of Polishing podcast. And listen, if you want to leave us a review, we would love that, you know, five star, one star, hey, whatever you think we deserve, if you would leave us a review, greatly appreciate that. And thank you so much for being a part of community.